Amen. We thank God for His presence. Okay. And um, we will pray after we hear from Him. Hallelujah. I hope, I hope people are connecting here to the presence of God because while we were worshipping, something was happening. Hallelujah. Okay. And we got to try to interpret what God is doing or what God is speaking or what God is showing. That is a real body of believers where everyone is connected to the Holy Spirit. Okay. And everyone interprets what is God saying, what is God showing. Okay. Any which ways. We are going into the word of God and uh, we are going into what I taught last Thursday. The wisdom of God in a mystery. The wisdom of God in a mystery. <coughs> so I hope I will not go into what I taught last Thursday because I have a lot to cover about the wisdom of God in a mystery and I was talking about the mystery. I spoke about mystery is simply knowing God and I broke up things. I told you how knowing God and, uh, <clears throat> and His Son Jesus Christ whom God sent is eternal life and I, I told you how you can step into the mysteries of eternity. Things that can be known in eternity, you can know it now when the mystery is, is revealed to you. I told that mysteries are hidden and how mystery is God's deception for the devil. God's, God uses a mystery to fool the devil. So the devil becomes a part in God's purpose, in fulfilling God's purpose because he does not know that God is operating by a mystery. And we saw, saw how the Bible says that the mystery that, has, that is hidden before the ages of glory and it, it is even hidden from the rulers of darkness. Okay. And how the devil is, was unaware of that mystery. And that's why he crucified the Lord of glory. So the devil took part in God's work in crucifying the Lord Jesus. Not knowing that it was a mystery that it, when it is fulfilled, it will be an end to him. Hallelujah. And to his kingdom. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? So, so a mystery is actually how the devil deceives Christians. That is how when a man carries mysteries in his, uh, over his head, that man or, the, or that woman will be able to deceive and fool the devil. So that is the power of mystery. Very powerful. Very powerful. And I told you mysteries are hidden. But those who love God, those things which no eye has seen and no ear has heard are revealed to those who who love God. I told you the definition of what is loving God. So I'm not going into those things. I am going to move ahead uh, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. <clears throat> Let's open our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. Okay. And uh, we will read from 1st Corinthians chapter number 2. So we were on verse 9, you remember? And which says, I has not seen nor ear has heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Now God has prepared to reveal his mystery, the unknown wisdom of eternity to men. 
but what is the medium of his transfer or of transportation of that wisdom and mystery to the hearts and the minds of men the medium of teaching how can god teach his people is the holy spirit is the holy spirit okay i am going to dwell a few minutes on some points about the holy spirit everyone say the holy spirit is the teacher of god's wisdom the holy spirit is the teacher Of now say the Holy Spirit is the revealer of God's mystery. Holy Spirit is the revealer of God's mystery. Yes. Okay. So the Holy Spirit alone can reveal and teach God's wisdom and unveil God's mystery to you because He is a Spirit that existed from eternity along with Godhead, the God, God. the the son and the holy spirit so when everything before past eternity even before the devil was created the spirit of god existed at that time so if there is any eligible teacher to teach us the mystery of the ancient is it is the holy spirit because he is the most ancient spirit that exists on the face of the earth and that is moving over the face of the earth are we together let me take you to some verses now john chapter number 14 verse 26 john chapter 14 uh <clears throat> verse 26 but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that i said to you so he is the teacher of the things of god we will come to the things of god that is there in the scripture at a later part of the sermon but he will teach you the things of jesus christ and bring all that jesus taught to remembrance with a revelation this time sometimes we we read the bible sometimes we have what we have read some things a month back that we read it again now but this time when we read it it opens up to us it comes as a reminder to us whatever we have already learned okay but now when it comes it opens us as it, it it opens up to us that is what the bible is saying he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance now with a revelation whatever i taught you when the holy spirit comes you did not understood but you received my words okay you did not understood the meaning or the deep revelation my words had when i spoke it to you but when he is going to come he will bring to your remembrance what i taught you and open up to you the mysteries in it that is what it is saying the holy spirit will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance whatever you knew already or heard already it will again come to you with a open seal and you will understand what was hidden in that word that i spoke to you the holy spirit okay is the teacher so so you, a, a person if wants to know and tap into the mysteries of god needs to have a very intimate relationship with the holy spirit and know the holy spirit knowing the holy spirit who is he is a different topic altogether but i cannot cover it now but we are into the context of mystery that the holy spirit reveals mystery it is only he who can do it he is the teacher Hallelujah. Are we together? 
John chapter number 16. Let's go to chapter number 16. Verse 12 to 14. Verse 12 to 14. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. Things to come. That is a part of a mystery. There are several parts of a mystery. There are four parts of a mystery that I will come to. Okay. One of them are things to come. Okay. The Holy Spirit will do what? He will tell you of the things to come and then he will also do what he will do. Whatever he hears, he will speak. That means he will, he will, he will not only teach you the Bible, but he will give you direct instructions, current instructions of God in situations, in practical situations. Okay. Hallelujah. He will glorify me, verse 14, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. That is a part of a mystery. That is the heart of God. There are several parts of mystery. We will come to that. So, from this scripture, what I want to teach you is the Holy Spirit is the teacher of mystery. Okay? Hallelujah. So, let's go ahead back to where we were in the scripture of the mysteries from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number <coughs> chapter number 2. Let's go back there. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. So, we, we are done till verse number 9. Let me go ahead now. Verse number 10. Verse number 10. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. What? The mystery, the wisdom of God. God has revealed to us, revealed them to us through his spirit, the teacher. Okay? I told you the Holy Spirit is the is the medium through which God, God transports his ancient wisdom and mysteries to the minds of human beings. So, that is what the verse is saying. God has revealed them to us through what? Through his spirit, Holy Spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Does your Bible say things plural with a S? Okay. Underline all things, yes, the deep things of God. There are four things in a mystery. How many? There are four things in a mystery that I will come to a later part. And before I come to the four things, these are the things of God that the Spirit will reveal to you. Things of God. The deep things of God. There are four, uh, there are four uh, what you call, parts to it. There are four parts to it. So, <clears throat> before I go to the four things of or the deep things of God, I want to cover what is written in verse number 11. And then we will go to the things of God, the deep things of God. Verse number 11 says, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him, even so, one no, even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. The Bible says man knows only the things of man through the spirit of the man, the human spirit it is talking about. There is something called that we have, which is called a human spirit. Okay, everyone say human spirit. My spirit. That is a human spirit. So, the, a, a man cannot, 
a man only knows the things of man why because he is dependent on his human spirit which reveals the things of man the things of the world we, uh, let me read it to the end till verse number 16 and then we will come to verse 11 okay let me continue verse number 12 now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit of uh, but the spirit who is from god that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by god these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the holy spirit teaches man's wisdom is that come which comes from man's spirit okay so he is saying we do not teach man's wisdom but we teach the things that have come through the medium of god's transportation that is holy spirit uh but which the holy spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with with spiritual but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned underline spiritually discerned many believers don't know what is spiritual what is spiritually discerned in that verse i will come to that at a later part when i am with the flow okay spiritually discerned underline that verse number 15 but he who is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged by no one for who has known the mind of the lord underline mind of the lord we will come to that also the mind of the lord is one of the mystery out of the four mystery mind of the lord who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him but we have the mind of christ okay hallelujah let's see verse number 11 let's come back now to verse number 11 it says for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him okay the human spirit can teach wisdom and can unveil us to to things and to mysteries but which which are not the mysteries of god of the spirit but it are it, those are the things and the wisdom of the flesh and of the world which is carried by our human spirit before going ahead let me read out to you something which you can note it down or listen to me very carefully the wisdom of men and the world can be attained when you gratify the flesh and excel in self centeredness and in discovering the power of your own human spirit to grow to the fullest ability of using the power of your own mind and the power of your human spirit have you heard about teachings where they say you can the power of your mind the power of your thoughts the your mind has the power to heal you you don't require holy spirit in that you don't require god in that there are some provisions that the human spirit has made available for human beings the spirit of a man i am talking about are you understanding let me read that to you again uh in uh, in 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 fast forward the wisdom of men and of the world can be attained when you gratify the flesh and excel in self centeredness in discovering the power of your own human spirit you can attain that kind of a wisdom when you when you start to excel in knowing what i can do have you heard about teachings and doctrines of becoming the best version of yourself becoming the best you you have the ability you are the best you are the best in your own have you heard those things those are those have come from the human spirit and not from the holy spirit are we together so the human has the human spirit has a ability 
to control situations by the power of one's mind and all those sensual doctrines which are demonic okay and that is what i am telling you that and it is based on self-centeredness when a person starts to grow in a self-centered teaching and a self-centered that i have the power i have the power in my mind and I, the power of the mind the power of my spirit i can meditate and do things and all those things those teachings are based on self-centeredness self-centeredness let me take you to some scriptures stay with me stay with me okay colossians chapter number two colossians chapter number two verse number eight Verse number 8, beware lest anyone, anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. What is philosophy? Human wisdom and empty deceive, deceit, a part of human wisdom. According to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. He's talking about, Paul is talking about human wisdom, teachings and the doctrines of human wisdom. Let me take you to another verse. Right in Colossians chapter number 2 where we are and verse number 18 to 23 verse number 18 to 23 let no one cheat you of your reward take delight in taking delight in false humility and worship of angels intruding into those things which he has not seen vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind okay you saw that you have that verse with you it is saying, Paul is saying, let no one cheat you. How? By putting you into some, teaching you some wisdom. It is talking about false humility. Okay? So, whatever the Bible can teach, the human spirit has a copy of those teachings. But it is not from the spirit of God and it does not con contain the mystery of God. Many things in the Bible are similar to other traditions and religions and... Uh, organizations that they teach but it is not coming from the spirit of god it is coming from a human spirit which is sensual and demonic how i will explain you how are you with me so he's saying that don't get into those things because the things which you have not seen which are not been witnessed by the holy spirit to you but you are hearing it for the sake of attaining something new things and knowing something new things because those things will vainly puff you up in your fleshly mind in your carnal mind and not holding fast to the head and fr from whom all the body uh, nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments grows with the increase that is from god it is talking about the head of the church that you are you are not taking your wisdom from jesus because the wisdom and the and the power and the mystery that comes from Jesus, what it does? It holds fast the church together and gives growth and increase to the body of Christ. The mystery and the wisdom is what makes the church grow and not marketing strategies or human wisdom ideas. Okay? Verse number 20, Therefore, if you died with, the, with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why as though living in the world do you subject yourself to regulations do not touch do not taste do not handle which all concern things which perish 
with the using with the using according to the commandments and doctrines of men these things indeed have an appearance of wisdom in self imposed religion false humility and neglect of the body but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh hallelujah you see that now there are so many things to explain from that verse but i cannot go into everything but what paul is speaking there this human human wisdom appears like a wisdom but it's actually a self imposed religion and a false humility to make you a godly person but you are not becoming a godly person actually by applying this wisdom you are becoming a more self centered person by having by by gratifying the things of the flesh because what has been brought to you and taught to you it's not from the holy spirit who is on, who is the ordained teacher of the mystery but it is brought to you by your human spirit okay hallelujah i want to take you to the origination how the human wisdom originated it originated from eve everyone say the human wisdom originated from eve from the woman eve the first woman in the adamic race human wisdom originated from the woman eve yes the adamic race so let's go to genesis chapter number 3 Genesis chapter number 3 verse number let me start from verse number 4 i have i have i think i have taken many times this revelation so i will not take everything but in context to what we are teaching what i am teaching tonight <coughs> genesis chapter number 3 verse number 4 then the serpent said to the woman you shall not surely die for god knows that in the day you eat of it eat of it your eyes will be opened and you will be like god underline eyes will be opened and you will be like god knowing good and evil okay so the deception of the serpent who is the satan to this woman eve was to deceive her to eat of the tree which god had forbidden forbidden them to eat and the tree was called what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the devil was able to deceive her and trick her because the word of god that the lord gave to adam that you shall not eat of this tree of good and evil because on the day you shall eat of it you shall die okay and what god was speaking about is that the spirit of the lord so the original human being was created with a human spirit covered by the spirit of god the original adam was created with the human spirit he had the human spirit but the human spirit was a sleeping spirit and the spirit of god covered his spirit okay like a car a bmw car it is running so fast because there is a engine under its hood it is the engine that is driving the car and not the body of the car are we together the original power is coming from the engine the original directions are coming from the engine everything the body of the car is just a cover is just a covering for people to look at 
that's how the human body the people can can look at us as a human being but but god created human being in such a way that god's spirit in him was the primary and the only driving force of human beings are you are you understanding so god is speaking to adam that when you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil if you do that you will declare independence from this engine that is driving you and your own spirit will start to guide you because you will not have me that means uh, a person okay are we are you are you listening now are you okay so a person who does not has the spirit of god is as a, as good as dead to god so god's definition of death is a person who is not led and governed by his spirit is dead to god that was god's word to adam are you understanding the instruction if you eat of the fruit of the tree my spirit will leave you and you will be independent and you will be dead to me spiritually dead to me but when adam was supposed to because eve did not hear directly from god the husband was the responsible authority and the preacher who was supposed to communicate the word of god with a revelation to to his wife okay and adam did not communicate it with the revelation that's why that's why the devil the serpent caught hold of the loophole of eve and told eve you shall not surely die god has told you shall die but you shall not surely die because she was unaware that death means spiritual death and satan was talking to her about physical death so a loophole because she did not had a revelation that made her a victim victim of of the devil and made her fall in the trap of the enemy when we read the word of god but we cannot receive revelation from the word of god the devil can easily deceive us are you understanding there is there was another addition that adam did when speaking to eve because eve said oh uh, because god told us that even if we touch it touch it that we shall not eat it you shall not eat it nor shall you touch it lest you die god did not say you shall not touch it that was adam that was adam adding to the scriptures and communicating it to eve that's why the in the book of james uh, james says that let not all of you be teachers because those who are teachers will be held accountable for their words if you add anything to the scripture you are deceiving your hearers and making them a victim of the devil people of god are you there okay listen listen and that was the addition adam made that is why churches are deceived a whole bunch of thousand people are deceived because the pastor is making addition to the word of god and the pastor is not communicating the word of god with the revelation of the spirit which is making the church members a victim to the devil's trap and deception hallelujah so listen to me now those were the two rope holes because of which eve fell and eve said You, uh, the, the lord told me not not even to touch not even to touch so the devil told no 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 you will not die god told you a lie you shall not really die but what you you shall become you shall become like god knowing good and evil now why do you think that eve believed in that word because 
I imagine this story in this way. Now Adam told Eve not to touch. What? Not to touch. If you touch, you will die. There was an addition in that. So I, this is just a picture to make you understand. It's not in the Bible, okay? So it is for the believers to understand what is happening there. It's just a picture and assumption. Okay? This is my... So don't quote me on this. So Eve, when she was going through the garden, she may, if she would have slipped on a stone and fell near the tree and by mistakenly her hand touched the fruit like this touched the fruit and when she touched the fruit she saw oh i did not die and from that time doubts <laughs> started to come in her mind and when the devil came the doubt in her mind was gratified i think this devil is right because i touched by mistakenly my hand fell on that tree or on the fruit that day i did not die I, the devil is right the the game of deception is happening here hallelujah it is all, it is all happening because a believer does not knows the word of god by the spirit of revelation it is all happening because of that okay um listen to me now what did devil told her that you shall not eat okay you, when you eat of this fruit god is insecure about you because if you eat of the fruit you shall be like god knowing good and evil you shall become like god that means the spirit of you don't need the spirit of god to govern you you can take decisions and and execute knowledge because the fruit will give you knowledge the fruit will give you knowledge that you yourself can execute knowledge of your human spirit you don't need the govern, governing spirit of the of the lord over you and she ate of the fruit and the bible says she gave to adam adam also ate of the fruit and they both were naked and they tried to cover themselves with what with coverings of fig leaves listen to me listen to me now it was not about the feeling of their physical nakedness it was the feeling they had about their spiritual nakedness because god's spirit left them when they said we don't want anyone we want to execute the spirit the decisions and the good and evil knowledge of our own human spirit god's spirit left them that spirit became naked it was naked it it was like a car body without a engine just a garbage so they felt that nakedness and to cover that spiritual nakedness they tried to use worldly materials fig leaves to cover that nakedness that is what christians are doing to cover that spiritual nakedness they try to seek human wisdom it will not work because when god came in the cool of the day asking where are you why you are hiding from me they said we are hiding from you because we are naked that means the fig leaves could not could not cast away their feeling of nakedness because it was not physical nakedness it was spiritual nakedness are you understanding the bible okay it was spiritual nakedness it was spiritual nakedness so that's why even when god came the fig leaves could not hide them their nakedness god they said we are hiding from you because we are naked and then god asked who told you are naked did you eat of the tree because you spoke to me something that came from your human spirit are we together okay are you understanding the wisdom of the human spirit that comes from the human spirit 
all these things that you hear many of the doctrines even what churches teach you are not from the holy spirit it is not the mystery of god it is coming from the teaching of a human spirit which has the ability to 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 cater to some of human needs but not all of them and not properly and not permanently leading people to the eternal god but gratifying that flesh okay are we understanding so what i want to say is listen to me the idea of man that man should excel in human wisdom and be independent to discover and function in his own discernment that is what i was telling you in first corinthians chapter number 2 to underline they cannot understand the things of the spirit because they are humanly discerned because they are exercising their human spirit and they don't have the spirit of god are you understanding the words of the bible now okay let me go there first corinthians chapter number 2 first corinthians chapter number 2 which was that verse verse 14 verse 14 but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned that means they don't know the things of the spirit uh, they they have a discernment that comes from their human spirit so what i was saying the idea of man that man should excel in his in his human wisdom and be independent to discover and function in his own discernment the human discernment was from the devil was from the devil the devil inculcated that thought to eve and eve was the first person to attain that human wisdom are we together you will find some verses from paul that he will speak the adam was not dece- uh, 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 deceived eve was deceived when he is talking about the woman so that is uh, another topic when he talks about the man and the woman he is he is talking on these lines because eve was the one who was the first person the first uh, so called child of god who attained human human wisdom okay and whose idea was it that man should man should operate in his own human wisdom it was the idea of the devil it was the idea of the devil the devil tricked man to have his own independent ministry own independent spirit not depending on the spirit of god human wisdom human wisdom are we understanding james chapter number 3 let's go there James chapter number 3 verse number 14 verse number 14 but if you are bitter envy and self seeking in your hearts do not boast and lie against the truth this wisdom does not descend from above but but is earthly sensual and demonic it is talking about people who operate in human wisdom when you operate in human wisdom and glory in that kind of a wisdom actually you are self centered remember john chapter 8 was 44 where jesus says that that you are from your you are from your father who is the father of all lies the devil he talks to the pharisees john 8:44 and what jesus tells them you are from your father the who is the father of all lies the devil when he speaks a lie he speaks that lie from his own resources own resources what is his resource like i am teaching you my what is my resource my resource is the bible and the holy spirit 
from this two resources i can bring a word to you are you understanding what is the devil's resource the devil's resource is his own spirit of self centeredness self centeredness self centeredness isaiah chapter 14 oh bright morning morning star oh lucifer you wanted to ascend on high you wanted to take the throne of god you wanted to be like god what is that a self centered the devil is a self centered being okay he does not has a counsel that advises him whatever he says needs to be executed and his army of demons and fallen angels and human beings that work under him are like the kingdom of egypt like pharaoh god over them and whatever he says people has to do no one no one can bring their own ideas but god is not like that that is the mystery of thrones i will i can i will take that revelation some other day god has thrones set up and there can be people at the position of thrones what are thrones simply thrones are people who are at a position with god who can give a word of counsel to do something to god for example abraham was at that position with god you remember abraham negotiated with god and god was listening to abraham yeah devil is not like that devil is a one man show you have seen the hindi movies where anything happens they don't need police they don't need the military they don't need gun only the hero is enough he will come and destroy all the gundas one man show that is what the devil is okay so i am talking to you about self centeredness he wants to be the center of everything he wants to be the glory of everything he self seeking that is what james is saying the human spirit anyone operating in it what they are doing they are self seeking they are boasting they are lying and the truth is not in them verse 15 says this wisdom does not descend from above but is but is earthly sensual and demonic human wisdom human spirit that it teach whatever doctrines of men are it's what earthly sensual and demonic earthly sensual and demonic and if you don't have the holy spirit and you go to a church you might not even understand that what has been taught to you is not from the spirit of god is not are not the mysteries of god but those are the teachings of human wisdom that is coming from a human spirit hallelujah verse number 17 but the wisdom that is from above is first pure then peaceable gentle willing to yield full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy very powerful that is that james is james is defining the 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 characteristics of the wisdom that comes from god wisdom that comes from the holy spirit and how it is it is pure it it is peaceable it is full of peace hallelujah whenever anyone communicates to you a mystery from the holy spirit after that meeting you will have peace you will have peace it is pure it is it will make you holy it will purify your mind it will purify your heart that is the things coming from the holy spirit the mysteries of god gentle willing to yield it will make you humble 
willing to yield to the things of God, to the voice of God, hmm? full of mercy, it will make you a merciful person. Will not be like, oh, that person did with me, I will also do, I will destroy them, I will ridicule them. No, you will be full of mercy, you will be full of compassion, having good fruits, without any partiality, without any hypocrisy. Okay? I am explaining you that what a man knows is what his spirit knows. So, 90% and above Christians in the church know the things that are not coming from the spirit of God, but coming revelations they know, so-called revelations, wisdom they know, it comes from a human spirit. They read the Bible, but they don't understand the Bible. Because they don't have the spirit of God. They grieve the spirit of God. Hallelujah. They don't respect the Holy Spirit. Whatever they are uh, doing, whatever they are thinking, they are reading the Bible. It is coming from their what? From the human spirit. Understanding coming from the human spirit. Which is instead of making them more godly, it is making them more bitter, more envious, more self-centered. Yes. This is a fact, people of God. Christians, some Christians are going to the church regularly from 20 years. They are Christians. But you see their life more bitter, envious, jealous, worse than an unbeliever. How did that happen? They never tapped into the mystery of God. But what they were taught and what they were listening, what they were understanding, reading this Bible that I read, the same Bible that you and me read, they also read the Bible, but their understanding that was coming was from the human spirit, which is earthly, sensual and demonic. That came from the devil, the idea that came from the devil. Are we together? They read their Bible, but when God speaks to them, they are not even able to submit to the will of God. But they, they claim to know that we know everything. So we don't need anyone to teach us or correct us. What is that sensual wisdom? Demonic wisdom, human wisdom. Hallelujah. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. Yes, sister, we will pray for you. I am going to pray for you after we finish the word. A sister who messaged. So I will surely pray for you. Don't worry. So let, so let, us, let us hear from God first. Okay. Uh, we will go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 2 again back to our main text 2nd Corinthians chapter number 2 so <coughs> I am sorry 1st Corinthians chapter number 2 our main text 1st Corinthians chapter number 2 I am sorry about that ok listen to me Verse number 11 we were on. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. This is what Paul is speaking. Even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God who is the medium of transfer of mysteries. Until we know God by the spirit. You know I was a I, I used to come first whenever there was a Bible competition held. In my uh, in the church I was there were Bible competitions held so in the beginning I, I I came from a non-Christian background but when I came in the church the pastor encouraged everyone to take part in the Bible competition 
so i also took part so in the beginning one or two competition a person was coming first again and again and i was coming second so after that every competition they had i was the first around 2 years no one was able to come first i was coming first in the bible competition so people started to look at me like this and there was a very big conflict in the church i tell you there was a very big conflict in the church because the person he was a 45 year old man who used, who who used to grab the first rank and he will have his head high in the church and walk around because he is the scholar but when for 2 years he could not for one year when he saw i am coming the first he stopped participating and he stopped coming to the church can you beat that <laughs> because <laughs> these are childish things but i am just telling you some things he stopped coming to the church because he could not overtake me for a year and then for another year i was coming first so the pastor had to had to come up with a idea how to sort out, sort out this conflict because people used to look at me like this in the church how can he be not defeated so pastor came up with a idea where they did groups you know group bible competition so we sit sit in a group and we answer question but even in that what happened the group in which i was always won so the always one so again there are conflict arose there were many fights you know they they were fighting like unbelievers in the competition because because my my wherever i was the group won wherever i was the group won so what happened they had to change many rules they said that every member of the group cannot answer uh, you know and all those things they did they did 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 so the pastor once called me personally and told rahul these things are happening what we should do i told i don't know should i stop participating i am okay you know i am not here to show but he said oh, no no what we will do we will come with, come up with a idea i have come up with a idea i will make you the moderator of the bible quiz so everything will be sorted out so hallelujah but listen to me listen why i am saying this not to glory that i am a bible bible champion though i knew the bible i had a gift of knowing the bible from the beginning from the time i was time i came to christ at the age of 19 i had a gift that i knew the bible but all my younger days till the age of 26 i lived a defeated christian life because i knew the bible but i did not knew the holy spirit i did not know the holy spirit i know the bible but i did not knew the holy spirit at the age of 26 he encountered me he immersed me in himself i was full of him i was ah, hallelujah and then the bible that i knew started to become the power of god in my mouth when i knew the holy spirit because i knew scripture in my head but it was not in my heart transforming my lives transforming transforming my life hallelujah are we understanding people the spirit of god only what the spirit of god knows no one knows the things of god except the spirit of god no one knows hallelujah are we understanding people read the bible there are muslims who know the bible inside out but yet they are not saved they are carrying out seminaries contradicting this bible that they know why they don't have the spirit of god knowing the bible without a relationship with the holy spirit is good as an un- being a unbeliever you are going to hell no one knows the things of god 
except the spirit of God. The ancient spirit who is the revealer of secret, who is the unveiler and the teacher of those mysteries. Hallelujah. Okay. Listen to me. Now I want to go back to verse 10. Go back to verse 10. But God has revealed them to us, the mysteries, through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. I told you to underline the th things of God. Deep things of God. Plural. There are things of God. The mystery is divided into things. What are those things? What are the things of God and the deep things of God? Are we ready to go to the next level? Okay, listen to me now. Okay, first thing of God, the first thing of God is the mind of the Lord. And write it down. What is the first thing? Everyone say the mind of the Lord. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter number 2 verse 16, the, the same chapter where Paul speaks in verse 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So the first thing of a mystery, the first part of a mystery is the mind of the Lord. Okay, what is the mind of the Lord? Let me define the mind of the Lord. Mind of the Lord is the counsel of the Lord, ways of God, the way how God would address a matter, understanding a matter by the perspective of God's wisdom, having the knowledge to offer solutions to it. That is the mind of God. What did I say? The mind of the Lord is the counsel of, God, counsel of God. If there is a certain situation, you don't know what to do. There is, a, there is the mind of the Lord that you can tap into. So the mind of the Lord, will what it will start to do is give you understanding first of all to look at that situation through God's mind, through God's perspective. Okay? Then to address that problem, He will give you a wisdom that is the counsel of God. So first is the understanding. Second, under the mind of the Lord. First is the understanding of God. Understanding of God. Second is the counsel of God. To address what, what is the operation you need to do. What is the practicals you need to do. To address that problem. Third is the knowledge of God. Which will, which will result in bringing an, uh, a solution to that problem. And solving that problem. Okay, listen to me. Let's, let me go to Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. We are on the mind of the Lord, which is the first part of a mystery. Mind of the Lord. Isaiah chapter number 11 verse number 2. Verse number 2. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Upon whom? Jesus. It is speaking about the spirit on Jesus. The spirit of Wisdom and understanding, spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. So these are the three things. The spirit that was upon Jesus what, 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 was what? Wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, spirit of the knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Together it constitutes what? Mind of the Lord. Mind of the Lord. So, the mind of the Lord is used, the mind of the Lord can be tapped into to know if you have lost your way, which way to go. You have to 
you have to pray and tap into the mind of God and the mind of God will counsel you which way to take. What does the Bible say? Moses knew the ways of God and the people knew the works of God. So Moses was a prophet who knew and who could tap into the mind of God. When there was two ways for, for going to the promised land, one was the way of the Philistine and one was a impossible way. And if you bring an analytical researcher and ask him as per you, as per your research and the great knowledge that your PhD degrees and MBA degrees and what not has brought you, what should you counsel us, which way to take? Whether to take the way of the Red Sea or whether to take the way of the Philistine. He will tell you take the way of the Philistine because Red Sea cannot be parted. But it was the mind of God that led people of Israel into a way which was impossible. Mind of God that revealed the way of God. Are we understanding? Mind of God. I am on the mind of God. So the mind of God is needs to be. So many people don't tap into that mystery of mind of God. That's why they are clueless in that situation. That's why they are clueless what to do in their life. Because they cannot tap into the mind of God. What God, where God is leading us. What God does has, has to say, say about this matter, about this problem, about this financial problem or whatever. The mind of God will give you the counsel, the, what is in God's mind, what is his way, what is his strategy, the mind of God. Turn with me to 2 Kings chapter number 4. Turn with me to 2 Kings chapter number 4. I want to ask the authorities permission if I take few minutes more today. Is it okay? Hallelujah. So I will take few minutes more today. <laughs> 2 Kings chapter number 4. Let's go there. Okay, verse number one, verse number one. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know what? You, you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to his slaves. A problem was what? Brought out to Elisha, and she said, My husband has died, he was your servant, Elisha, and he was one of the in the prophetic school. So now when since he has died, we have debts. He has let, left debts in my family. The creditors are coming and saying that if you don't pay off the debts, they will take my children. They are going to take away my children. What to do? I am in a problem. I am not understanding. What Elisha did was he tapped into the mind of God. Okay, it was not, listen to me, it was not the gift of miracles of the, or the gift of the Holy Spirit. He simply tapped into a mystery, a part of a mystery that is the mind of God. What God has to, has to do in this matter? How God, God, how, how you want me to handle this matter? How you want me to lead this woman who is in debt? Okay, so Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Okay. So the first thing, he's tapping into the mind of God. So first thing, Elijah, what he said, what should I do for you? First, tell me what is in your house. 
what is in your house to know the mind of god he started to he started to travel in the mind of god by 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 rising to the first level of the mind of god is the understanding of god what did i say the understanding of god the spirit of understanding the understanding of god is looking at a situation from god's perspective now the woman's perspective was she was looking for solutions outside but god's perspective was the solution that will come to the woman is in her own hands in her own house so elisha enquire what she has understanding of the situation perspective of the situation okay <laughs> if if there was a worldly counselor who has a mba in finance and a phd in world business he would have recommended that lady to go to some banks to take a loan at lower rates of interest that is the human spirit oh you guys are laughing hallelujah are you understanding the mysteries the mind of god the mind of god the mind of god when he tapped into the mind of god what happened is god said no no she does not has to go to a bank to take a loan uh look for what she has because what she has something she has that is the solution for her problem the perspective first the understanding so elisha asked what you have what you have lady okay and she said i your maid servant nothing has nothing in the house but a jar of oil because she made that statement uh showing that the jar of oil was the least considered element that she thought can bring the breakthrough to, to the problem yes your maid servant just has a jar of oil can that help me any but she was in her flesh not knowing the mind of god but as per god the little jar the little jar or whatever oil she had was the solution to her problem god's understanding about a situation mind of god are we together hallelujah the spirit of wisdom and understanding help helped elisha to look at the problem from god's perspective okay so <clears throat> then verse number 3 then he said go borrow vessels from everywhere from all your neighbors empty vessels do not gather just a few and when you have come in you shall shut the door behind you and your sons then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones so when she so uh, so she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son bring me another vessel and he said to her there is no another vessel so the oil ceased so elisha said okay i will tell you what to do with the jar of oil go and bring vessels from your neighbor bring the vessels shut your door that is another revelation i am not going into that shut the door bring your vessels start pouring the oil you have into the vessels she did accordingly what is that that is the counsel of god that is the counsel of god so the first the understanding of god the second level of the mind of god is the counsel of god the counsel of god this is what you need to do the counsel of god hallelujah so elisha told her do this and when she did it all the vessels were full when the vessels ended the oil ceased 
Okay? Hallelujah. Then verse number 7. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debt. And you and your sons live on the rest. What is that? That is the knowledge. The knowledge of God. Are you understanding now? The understanding, then the counsel and the knowledge to solve the problem at last. After the counsel has been done, has been applied. That is the mind of God. Everyone say the mind of God. The mind of God. The first part of the mystery, the things of God. The first thing is the mind of God. Hallelujah. Can you tap today into the mind of God for your situation? Can you tap today into the mind of God for what you are going through? Hallelujah. Into the mystery of the mind of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These are not gifts of the Holy Spirit. These are men who are, who are, who are tapping into the mysteries. Into the mind of God. You remember Elijah, the widow of Zarephath where he went? The Bible says, I have commanded that widow. But the widow, when Elijah met him, had no clue. She, was, she said, I, I am going to die, you know. We are gathering sticks. We are cooking the food, whatever we have. I am, I'm, I'm, and my son will die. But Elijah told, okay, listen to me. What you need to do is, what you need to do is, go and bring a morsel of bread for me first. The supply of flour and the supply of oil will not cease until God sends rain on earth. Now that was not a gift of the word of knowledge or the gift of prophecy. That was just the mind of the Lord that Elijah revealed to that woman. And thank God she did it. And when she did it, hallelujah, as Elijah said, the supply did not end miraculously. Christians don't know to tap in the, into the mind of God. That's why they remain in crisis. Financial crisis, health crisis, all sorts of crisis. We are not supposed to be poor. We are not supposed to be sick. We are not supposed to be the tail, but the head. But why we are so? Because we don't tap into the mind of God. The mystery, the first thing in the mystery. Hallelujah. Are you learning something today? Okay. Are you blessed? Okay. Mind of God. So, let me go on to the second thing. What is the second thing? The things of God that the Spirit revealed. The second thing is the heart and the burden in God's heart. The second thing of a mystery is the heart and the burden in God's heart. Burden of God that he has about people. The burden that God has about nations. The burden that God has of making you into something. I want my daughter to become like this this is my burden for my daughter this is my burden the burdens of god is the second thing first is the mind of god second is what the burdens of god in god's heart do you know god has feelings do you know god is a personality he can be hurted he has burdens i told you from the book of isaiah isaiah said the burden against moab the burden of god against egypt the prophecies of isaiah was, were actually burdens in the, in the heart of God about a particular nation. Can you tap into the burden that God has for India? Very less people speak accurately. Not even very less. No one speaks accurately. Let me tell you that. There is no preacher in India right now who is bringing the voice of God. 
I am not I am not boasting about myself but I am telling you no one in India has the voice of God has known the mystery of God if they would have known I would have known because no one is communicating the burden that God has in his heart about India because I see everyone talking about revival about our church growing and this and that India will be revived that that is not at all the burden in God's heart for India I know the burden in God's heart that is a that is the prophetic ministry you know what God carries in his heart about nations a prophet will know what God thinks about India, what God's burden is about India. A prophet will know what, what is God's burden about Pakistan. A prophet will know what is God's burden about, about America or about Canada or about, about Nigeria. The, a prophet would know that, the burden in God's heart, the burden in God's heart. Ezekiel, Jeremiah, what did they do? They revealed the burden that God had about Israel, God had against Egypt, God had about Moab, tapping into God's burden. What he has became their burden. That is a part of prophetic ministry. Are we understanding? The burden in God's heart. Let me take you to a few, few scriptures. Genesis chapter number 6. Genesis chapter number 6. Verse 6 and 7. And the Lord was sorry that he, has, he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. The Lord has a burden. He has feelings. He said, I am sorry. The Lord was sorry that he made man on earth. He was grieved. That's why he was searching for someone. He, he, he got hold of Noah who was righteous in his generation to use him. Hallelujah. And Noah was building the ark Without listening to anyone, no one could stop him. But he just did what God told him to do. Because the burden in God's heart was, was transmitted to Noah's heart. And he knew God is sad about this generation. Do you carry the burden of God? That is my question. Do you, do you let your... Do, um, a man who is selfless can only carry the burden of God in their heart. You have to be selfless. Because Christians think... What about my ministry? What about my children? What about my life? What about my money? My business? God, what will you do for me? Such people cannot tap into the burdens of God. Because they are occupied in their mind. Hallelujah! First Samuel chapter 15. The burden of God. The burden of God. First Samuel chapter 15. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 11 I greatly regret that I set up Saul as king for he has turned he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandments God is regretting for doing something he has you see he's what he's speaking there is a burden oh why did Saul do like that and it grieved Samuel and he cried out to the Lord all night because God was sad Sad Samuel could not sleep that night. Why? Samuel the prophet was carrying the burden of God in his heart. Today people are unequally yoked with other people. Their burden becomes their burden. But no one carries the burden of God. People are in soul ties with other people. With their family members, with other people or blah blah blah. But and when, when, when they are sad, this oh that person I am just sad and moaning but who will who will be sad with God who will carry his burden 
Samuel did not sleep all night. Why? Because God was regretting for making Saul the king. Hallelujah. Okay, you, uh, you, there are a lot of questions about that scripture. I have the answers, but I don't have time today. That how could God choose a wrong person and all those things, but let us not break the flow. So, I will, I, there is a reason to that and all those things if you have those questions. But I am talking about God's heart. Samuel could not sleep because God was burdened. Has it happened to you? Has the Holy Spirit transmitted the burden of God and you knew God was feeling that and you could not sleep all night? No, people do not sleep all night because of their own tensions, own worries. How can you tap into the mystery? Tell me. How can you tap into the burden of God? The burden of God is the second thing of God. What is the third thing of God? The third thing of God is the plan of God, the predestined future. Do you know our, our future has been predestinized? We are predestined to be what? Ephesians chapter 1, holy and blameless before God. Predestination, predestined journey. He has already ordained a path for us. But are we walking on it? That's the question. The, the path for an individual that God has laid down. Once I was in prayer and I was praying and fasting. And God showed me a vision. And that vision was, was of a compass. You know a compass that is used to understand the directives when, when you are in the forest or whatever. And using the compass you go. And I was praying. The Lord told me, I have made you this compass for the nations. That is what he told me. And that is from the... From it, those visions activated the gifts that God called me into. And now I know the mind of God. Mm. I know I have the burden of God. I know the plans of God that God has for. Some people want me to prophesy about this, that, that. I don't cannot prophesy and address those things because that is not the predestined plan. I only tell people, because I am a servant of God, not a sorcerer. A sorcerer will feed the flesh of people by saying, connecting people here and there and all those things. But a man of God who knows the burden of God, who knows the mind of God, will reveal to people the predestined pathway that God has for them. Are we together? That is a servant of God. That is a real prophet. He will tell you this is what God has called you for. This is the pathway that will lead you to your destination. Hallelujah. That is how I equip people around me. By revealing to them the, the predestined plan that God has for them. So the third thing is what? God has a plan for individuals. A pathway that he has set for you on which you need to walk. Hallelujah. On which when you walk your destination will not be money. Your destination will not be a big name. Your destination will be Jesus Christ. Amen. Meeting him. Hallelujah. Can I get a hallelujah? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to me. The third thing of God is the plan of God. The predestined pathway of God. Let me read you, to, you, read you some scriptures. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter number 1. 4 to 5. 4 to 5. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. 
so he had a predestination destination predestined destination set before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us to adoption as sons by jesus christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will the plan of god for you the predestined pathway for you ephesians chapter number 1 17 to 19 17 to 19 that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding may uh, understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints so paul is praying for the spirit of wisdom and revelation that they may get enlightened to know what is the hope of their calling the plan of god for their lives and what are the riches of the glory of the of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power the pathway of god the plan of god okay the third thing ephesians chapter 3 ephesians chapter number 3 verse 3 to 5 how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery as i briefly written already by which when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of christ you see that he is talking about mystery which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men as it has now been revealed by the spirit to his holy apostles and prophets ages this mysteries were not revealed but now through his prophets and apostles god is releasing this mysteries hallelujah that the gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers he's talking about the mystery of gentiles partaking we partaking of the kingdom of god we becoming the sons and daughters of the of god that was a predestined plan the third mystery the plan of god the pathway of god are we understanding so when 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 paul is saying the spirit of god which will reveal the things of god yes the deep things of god these are the things i am teaching you and the last thing is the fourth thing the fourth thing is the mystery and the revelation hidden in the written word of god is the fourth part of a mystery are we together now hallelujah these are the what things of god the deep things of god